We're back on. Sorry. All right, we're back. We just want to make sure that we, uh, you know, this is the best podcast we've done so far. I want to make sure that we are all on the up and up and everything is safe. So where we left off was, what were we talking about? I forget now. We went on a different bunch of They were talking about, uh, well, I know I I was going towards the the testosterone replacement, I think. We did I mentioned about the doctor. We are talking about how each person's. How the, you need to push the yourself. drive, yeah, pushing yourself the drive, and not quitting and that kind the of the intensity, yeah. No matter what that is for you, it's you know, about pushing yourself. And I think that's where a lot of people don't realize, like, you know, anything's hard. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I was just competing for the show, so I dieted for like twenty weeks, and I started it, you know, twenty weeks. But by sixteen weeks, I was dieting pretty hard, and I mean, every night at midnight, I did sixty minutes on the bike which is like 20, 24 miles, depending on the night, every single night, man, except for leg day, which is two days a week. So five days a week, I do that, plus cardio, post-workout, training for two hours. I waited till midnight because my kids don't go to bed till late, so I, I do it after that. So here's what, the way I made it work was like, so, uh, you know, I like to play games, like video games. Yeah, me too. But I won't play a video game because I feel like I'm wasting time. So <laughs> what I was doing is like my way of doing cardio was – I'd put my bike in front of the TV, and I would play Call of Duty, uh, like Warzone, on a bike. <laughs> while I did my cardio, and I'd feel like I wasn't wasting time. Like, because yeah, you know, yeah. mentally, I'd be like, "Oh, I should be working." Or I should... sometimes you need a break, though. Like, you know, you do need to relax, and and that does it takes my mind off of everything. You know what I mean? I just it's easy to get carried away. Yeah. Because I could easily sit there for four hours if I didn't have anything going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's a it's an outlet. You know. And you think too? That's a big. We talk about this all the time. About talking breaks. About, this, about taking breaks. You got to. You can't go all out all the time. I mean, I try, you know. Yeah. But there's times I literally, like, I fell asleep driving because I was so tired, you know. Like, I, I remember I left the gym. I went home. And I'm prescribed a, a, a drug called modafinil or Provigil. You may have heard of it. It's, they, it's, they used to talk about the limitless drug. A lot of, like, astronauts, pilots, politicians, stuff. People that, like, work shifts take it. I have, uh, you either get it for sleep apnea or narcolepsy. And I have, well, they said sleep apnea, but I could probably go with either. Um, so, you know, I don't sleep good at all. And this right when my, do- my second daughter was born. I had all these, you know, I had the gym, I had the supplement shop, I had my supplement company, uh, we had the podcast, so I had all this stuff going on, plus a new baby, plus my daughter, which was like six, seven at the time, and uh, still training and everything, so I literally was sleeping like two hours a night, if I was lucky, and still trying to just push it to the limit, you know what I mean, and uh, eventually I was getting so tired, like I literally, I could fall, I fell asleep standing up, I fell down in my house, like, you know what I mean, like fell, like, and then I was like, man, I got a problem. I, I told my doctor, and they gave me this drug, and, and at first I was like, ah, is it addictive? You know, like, I didn't want to take, like, a stimulant, like, a, like an Adderall or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not like that. It's not a, a narcotic. Uh, it is scheduled, but it, it is not a central nervous stimulant. So it doesn't raise your heart rate. Uh, it's weird. Like, I take it, and I don't really notice it. I did it first. Like, I'd feel, like, just, like, super aware, you know? But now I take it, I don't even notice it, but I won't fall asleep. So on this day, I had trained. Usually, I train really hard. When I'm done in the morning, like I mean, an hour after I train, like it's hard for me to keep my eyes open because I'm so exhausted. And I train early, and I, you know, like I said, I don't sleep. So I left my house. I was on my way to work. It was like nine o'clock, and I remember thinking, "Man, I feel really good today. I'm not that tired, you know. Like, man, I feel good." And I was like, "I'm gonna take that modafinil when I get to work. Come and be by myself. I'm gonna be doing computer work. I don't want to fall asleep." Next second, I blinked out. 
hit a tree. Oh. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, literally, the next second, I remember thinking that. And then the next second I blinked, boom, the light's out. The airbag hit me in the face. Jeez. And I was like, man. I, then I started thinking, man, that could have been it. Like, I, I was on a Hoffman Cool Spring Road, and that's where those big uh, triaxles would come flying uh, down yeah, through there. Yeah. Man, if I would have went to the left and the truck was coming, I would have been the end. And then I really started thinking, like, man, what I, I got to get it under control here because, like, I'm pushing myself too hard. Uh, so I started making sure I get at least four hours of sleep. That's my minimum. I try to at least do four, uh, which isn't much, but for me, it's yeah. Enough. Some people run on different. Yeah, they say that's really big for your health. Like you need like seven, but I, I'm terrible. Yeah, that. I get like six. Terrible. It's my worst thing. I need like that fifteen, was, but I get six. Like I can't sleep that much. I love. That's sleep. what we were talking about whenever I was going through all the different flashbacks. Yeah, it's like it'd be nice if I sleep an hour and get. Oh, I didn't want to sleep. No, you didn't. Well, I didn't want to sleep because it was the nightmares and yeah. flashbacks, and I sleep an hour, and then I'd be up and out the door and go to the gym because I knew, like, like you're saying, like you were yeah. things that needed to be done that you wanted to do. Yeah, and like. I just kept pushing through it now you know i don't sleep great still but i sleep much better yeah so yeah it's it's tough uh you know, especially if you struggle with it i'm like so stubborn like i fight it like i, I mean it's like I, i'll be like man i gotta get this done i gotta get that done or even if i'm playing a game trying to relax yeah i'm like oh i'm good you know i'm good next second i'm out man like i, I used to be able, like when i was younger man i could control it like yeah. I, I had better control and that's the same thing with drinking and stuff you know like when I was young, I could drink like crazy, and I could control myself. Like you know, I could do whatever. And then as I got a little older, you do the same thing, and man, it, you, one minute you're good, the next second you're out. Like you can't. That's how you wreck and die. That's how you kill people. Yeah. I mean, you think exactly. you got control, you, you, you don't. You definitely don't, man. Your body will shut down. That's so. What what else? Uh, my watch is telling me I should be staying. <laughs> um, so what what moving. What do you do now, yeah. though, to deal with everything? Like, what do you do now? Working well, out, obviously, but what else do you do? So the main thing, uh, you know, one thing I, I missed was the uh, opening up the gym, uh, which was huge for me. That was something I always wanted to do. And, you know, I, 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 I actually almost did that before the, the supplement shop, but it just never worked out. The timing was never right. I had a couple times. I even had bought the name in 2014. Before we ever had the gym, you know, we didn't open it until a couple, like, what, two two years ago now. And, uh, but I was so sure that was going to happen, but it fell through. And I never pushed it. I figured, hey, if it's not right, it's not right. I know the gym's not, people think a gym's a good money thing, but it's really not. Gyms are not big money makers. If you could survive, you're really, you're lucky. Uh, if you do well, you're really lucky. Uh, you know, there's just these franchises, these big gym chains and all this stuff. And it's just so much work, man. So much work moving this equipment, finding it. And now even just finding equipment's hard. But I just put everything I had made up until that point back into the gym. And I did it all on my own uh, because I didn't want to have somebody else that you know, had say over, like, how much I pay my employees or, you know, how it's going to work or how we're going to do this. It's just so hard to find somebody on the same page, especially with something so big. So I just uh, literally one piece at a time started putting it together. Uh, a buddy of mine had a warehouse where I could store some stuff. We didn't even have a building. We didn't know where it was going to be. And then I started thinking I was going to put it in that, in that building. And that was actually built that, where that gym was, uh, that place there, but the whole thing. And, and that didn't work out. And it just so happened it's opened up. Like everything happened for a reason at the right times. It was unbelievable. Like, it was it meant to be. Out, yeah. And that's why I feel like I'm so blessed that these things happen. I'm not super religious, but there's definitely something that made these things happen for a reason. And I feel like in 
I have to be a better person because of that. Because I mean, like, I mean, I never could have imagined I'd have the things I have, like, even in my like my dreams. Like, you know, as a kid, like, I never would have dreamed I'd be doing what I'm doing now. Have the things that I have, and like, I don't have everything. You know what I mean? But I, I have way more than I, I really would have ever dreamed of. You know what I mean? Just and it's not even the money. It's just the things that I have. That my job, the way I live, the you know, the way I it's my schedule. Dude. It's unbelievable. Like, I mean, I really am grateful. I can't wait to go to work. Like most people, they don't want to go to work tomorrow. You found something like, you love. Man, it's unreal. Like if you do what you love, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. It's infectious just being in here. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I'm you... like judging myself right now. Like, what the fuck am I doing <laughs> myself, man? Because you really are doing something. You can tell you're passionate about it. You didn't say the name of the gym, by the way. Yeah, the gym's something. it's the Iron Forge Gym. So we have Iron Forge Nutrition, the Iron Forge Gym, and uh, that was crazy because a guy tried to tell me he's from uh, I think Cannonsburg. He has a gym out there. I'm not going to say the name, but it's close to ours. Yeah. And he tried to say, uh, accuse me of stealing his uh, theme for his gym. Oh, and I, so then I just told him, I said, hey, uh, when did you open your gym? He said, 2016. I said, well, that's funny. I said, because I owned the name for this gym since 2014. I said, so I think you stole it from you me. Stole it. And he didn't know what to say. Yeah. He apologized and everything. He was just a dick, you know. Yeah, but that's how it is. I mean, people out there, they, and we're not even competition. Like, we're not close. No. I, like, I get along with other gyms. I try to help other gyms. I work with the gym in Greensburg. I work with the gym in Morgantown. I sell them supplements. We're friends. Like, sometimes they'll come up, you know, the guy from Morgantown will train together. I'll go to his gym. Been down to Greensburg a few times. I try to help people, you know what I mean? I can tell, man. And that's what makes me, and I, I, I told you off air, I'll tell you on air. I will only buy shit from you from here on. And I appreciate that. That's... I swear to Christ. Like, there's, especially as I get older and start to, your dollar means something. Yeah. And I, like, refuse to give my money to yeah. people that I don't believe in. And there's people that are really not good people out mm-hmm. there, you know, especially in the supplements. I mean, I, and I know those people, you know, and it's like, man, it drives me crazy when I see these people supporting them. But it's like, you know, they don't know, you yeah, know. Yeah, they don't know. And I don't want to be one of those people that, you know, bash these people or, you know. Because you just, feel bad about it, but I'm you're, you're, person, you're right and I'll bash yeah, for you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really frustrating, but those are the ones that usually are really successful, you know. Unfortunately. Because they're more worried about making the money than doing the right thing or, you know. And there's more glitz and glamour yep. and they, you know. And that's big it, for some people. Yeah, and they we make talk, it. Go ahead. Real fast before I forget. Yeah. We talk about this a lot too and you just brought it up. It's like. The more you do and the more that people like, because a lot of people know where you came from. Oh, yeah. And then instead of like rooting for you, they're sitting in the background not doing half of what you're doing oh, that, going, oh, that gym's not great, yeah. or he's, who knows what he's doing with yeah. that stuff. Oh, man. All I, I've stuff. had it all. Like, it's I mean, just ridiculous. I've had me. people, you know, accuse me of selling steroids, you know, which we talk openly about steroids on our podcast, you know, the anabolic which, cartel. Oh, anabolic, anabolic cartel. cartel. I'm so, subscribed. Yeah, so, you know, I talk openly about it because I'm putting out real information and there's a lot of bad information out there and it's more of a harm reduction and people are going to do it anyway. Yeah, you're trying to keep people safe. I, I don't feel it's as bad as what they make it out to be if it's done right. Nothing is good when you're in excess, you know, but there are ways to make it healthier and that's what I try to focus on and... Uh, but anyway, you know, so I've had people accuse me of that. I mean, I've had all kinds of things, just anything to put you down. Oh, that's an intimidating gym or, uh, you know, they'll, uh, yell at you or this and that. The only time I yell at people is if they don't put their weights away and they leave them out. So my older employees, you know, that's what they have to do. And that really pisses me off. You know what I mean? Like you get these young kids and they don't know, like they're coming from Planet Fitness. They just don't know. They don't do it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm nice the first time, maybe the second time, but if it's three times, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm done, man. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, like, I, I don't mess around. Like, 
it just really pisses me off. It's lazy, you know? Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's crazy. And that's what we talk about time. Like, we'll get that, and I'll get messages from people who are like, you know, I try to do this, and then somebody puts me down. And, like, we try to get it across, and yeah. maybe with everything you've gone through and all the different businesses, yeah. like, you can attest to, like, this is not your, that's not oh, your fault. It's no. somebody else trying to project exactly. their failures onto you. Yep. That's a bully mentality. All the time. And that's why, like I said, when I was younger, I used to target guys like that. You know, I mean, I literally would seek them out because it, I just felt like it was, they needed it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I was right. You know, I, I, one one time I had a kid. He was bullying another kid, and uh, it, I, I seen it going on. I interrupted it. He, you know, approached me, so we fought, and and I beat him up, and 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 I was good about it. And he come up to me like two years later. He said, "Hey, you changed my life, man. I, I needed that. I really needed that." He said, "You really made me look at things differently. What I was doing was wrong. My the way I was treating people was not right." He said, "You really changed my outlook." on the way I look at other people. And, and it was crazy. You know, we ended up hanging out after that, and it was like, I never expected that. Weird. And you, know? that's, you can't let... We talk about it, too, because you got to... People try to... They're it's so negative. They're in such a negative place. Yeah. You can't... It's easy for us to say, me and him always say, just keep going, don't let it affect yeah. you. But for you, I mean... That's literally what you're living. Yeah. You can't l- allow, especially That's fuel, building. though. I look at it like fuel. Like, those people, man, hate it. let them hate on you. And the bigger you get, the better you do, the more you're going to get. And it's going to be people that you don't even think. People you think are your friends. Are people are going to be going behind your back, behind stuff from your competition, supporting other people, yeah. trying to, to start the same thing you're doing behind your back. You know, it's like you know, crazy stuff, man. I've had the craziest things happen. And every time, like if I, I had somebody ask me a couple weeks ago, hey man, I want to open a gym. I'm like, oh cool. And he's like, I want to open it in like uh, Mount Pleasant, which is pretty close. I'm like, yeah, no problem, man. He's like, will you help me? I said, yeah, I'll help you. I'll tell you whatever you want to know, you know. So he starts asking me these questions. I tell him, I say, hey, say, yeah, go ahead, man. I said, it's not like you think. I said, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's, if you're thinking you're going to make a lot of money from this, it's probably not going to happen. You'll be lucky if you make it. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, it's a lot of work. Like, yeah. honestly, like if I had to do it again, if I had to do a gym again, and we didn't have this gym, I would definitely do it. But if I had this gym like I have now, and I wanted to open up another one, I probably wouldn't do it. Like, I don't need it. Yeah. I needed this gym, you know? Like, but for me to do another one, like, the amount of work that it took, it was that much, man. Like, it was, I mean, it was ridiculous. But that makes it that much more rewarding. It is. Man. That's why it's, it feels so good, man. Like, we went to this gym that burnt down and got equipment out of this gym that literally had, like, a hole in the roof. There's water coming in. We were moving this piece and a full cable set broke in half and smashed me in the back of the neck, man. Like, literally, like, it was probably, like, this close from, like, breaking my neck. Like, two inches, man. Hit me right in the back and dropped me, to like, to the floor. And I was like, oh, man, you know, and uh, it was so funny because everybody saw it and nobody could stop it. And I got up and I was like, I was just thankful that it didn't, didn't, didn't break, break your my neck. neck. Yeah. Like, I literally, I was like, man, I hurt, but, you know. I was just happy to be alive. Another thing I learned, like, from being around some other people that are even more successful, sometimes it's not that it's a good thing. Like, I know a couple of people that are millionaires, you know, and a lot of them, they're not happy, man. You know, they, the money does not make you happy. If you're chasing the money, it's not, that's not where the happiness is at. It's, 
it's really not. You. It is. It, it, you don't need to have a lot of money to be happy. And if you have a lot of money, more than likely you're going to be more unhappy because you're going to have more people against you. Even if, like like you said, a lot of people you would think know about me, like how I came up and stuff. But there's a lot of people that that forget or don't know, like people from here that have no idea, like how things happened for me. Like they think I just started and just happened. You, you know? just showed up and there's like, a gym here. Like now. you really do. Like and it's mind blowing. You know, like but I don't talk about it a lot. You know, that's another thing. Like you said, so, I mean, I don't openly push it out there. I've done a couple of videos, like, talking about it, but nothing, like, crazy, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like uh, if you talk about the money, I mean, say you take away a portion of your money, you're still inside happy right now. Yeah. Uh, I would do what I'm doing right now if I could barely survive. Like, literally, barely. If I had just enough to eat, just enough to pay my bills, I would still do it. And it's not 100%. Based, not based on anybody else. It's not based nope. on I'd be 100% money. happy. And that's something we talk about all the time. It's like, you have to look inside you what makes you happy. I enjoy what I do. Yeah. I enjoy doing this. If I didn't enjoy doing it, I drive my car, I wouldn't keep it. Yeah. Um, we enjoy doing this podcast. It's something exactly. we do. It makes us happy. We're doing things from within. And we find out what's inside us and what makes you happy. Not, don't rely on, rely on somebody else that you see on YouTube yeah. or something like that and go, oh, I want to do that because he's yep. doing it. I'll be happy. But, it's got to come from you. It's yeah. inside you. And you don't know. A lot of times those people aren't happy. They yeah. put on that front. A lot of them, it's fake. You know, it's, it's a lot of it's fake. A lot of the cars are fake. A lot oh, of that. jewelry. And I, I never liked that. Like, if I had, like, those cars and stuff, I would never be posting stuff like that. It's just, well, I mean, why would you do that? Like, I don't know. Some think it's motivation. It's not. That's not motivation. Rappers say it's motivation. Yeah, that's not motivation. Yeah. I mean, I think that they think it is. I used to think that. You know what I mean? I remember thinking, like, man, money's everything. Like, not like I, I got a tattoo. Like, when I was like 21, I said, money is the root of all evil. Because it literally, in my opinion, is the root of all evil. Like, everything bad that happens is because of money, power. It's usually money, power, drugs, and women is usually where people fight about. You know, that's usually causes issues. Uh, violence, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, yeah. it's the truth. There's a level of bravery, though, that you have that I don't think that a lot of people have to do exactly what you want to do. That, to me, is the biggest thing that I'm taking from all this. I mean, you got to be fucking brave. Yeah, we talk about confidence. A lot yeah. of people that we talk to and listen to this don't have the confidence to do certain things. And I love the fact that, like, when you said that about going on the bodybuilding show the first time, you're like, that's not you. Like, yeah. you don't want to be out there, but you did it. Yeah. You just did it. Yep. So where did like, you get that, though? Like, where where does that come from that you I had? I think, that? you know, what that was is me. Remember when I said about when I was young and I was scared? Yeah. You know, and I made myself face those things. I made myself, like, and I still do that. So, like, like I don't like to talk in front of a lot of people. Like, I, I've done speeches, like, you know, like, in front of auditoriums and stuff. I hate that. Okay? Yeah. I do not like that at all. But you know how I look at it now? I don't like it, and it's a challenge because my body just tells me, I, I, you don't want to do this. Like, and I'm like, why? Why not? Why can't I? I can talk. You know, why, yeah. why? Well, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, why not? Well, it can't be scarier than getting on stage exactly. and literally people judging your body. Yeah, yeah we're like... That has to know, be terrifying. Getting into a fight, you know, yeah. where there's no referees, you know. It's, it's, I think more people would be scared to get... How many people you know will just get down to their underwear and stand on a stage yeah. and go like... This needs, work, yeah. this needs work, this needs work. And they're all judging you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're never good enough. That's one thing. We talked about that too. And yeah. like, I could, people, this talking, like this is... Yeah. It's not this is not my thing to yeah, get exactly. on talk on here. I mean, I have been done 
too many speeches or anything, yeah. but like this alone, at first when we started, I'm like, I don't know if I can sit here and talk. Yeah. Like, I don't like hearing my voice. I don't think my voice is great. I everybody and does. That. And then I'm weird. I don't. I remember just saying like, yep. okay, this is a fear, so much I gotta do yep. it. And, um, and it makes you stronger. It makes you better. Everything you gotta do that with everything. You I know, know even little things like when I was going through, especially like I've been to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like I've been not our scenarios are different. Everybody's Everything's different. different. Yeah. But we always talk about trauma as a trauma. It mm-hmm. just depends how it affects you. And yeah, obviously, I was at a low point in my life just a few years ago. And, like, that's when I started learning, like, taking these kind of fears like that and facing yep. them. That's what I had to do. Like, getting shot, like, I had to face those fears. Yep. I had to go to battle with him. I had to get all that stuff out of my head through therapy. All the dying. Yeah. All that stuff had to happen. And then, like, I remember doing, like, things that I thought at the time, I was like, this seems dumb, but I'm going to do it. And, like, it was raining one day, and I was like, I hate the rain. So mm-hmm. I went outside, put my running shoes on, I went for a jog. Because I, yeah. I ran a lot more a couple of years ago because it made yeah. me that runner's high. Oh, yeah, the endorphins. Helped yeah. with my anxiety. Yeah. And I remember going out in the rain because I was like, I hate getting wet. And mm-hmm. I was like, good. I'm you know what? Run. I've done that, too. And uh, when I do that in the rain, I even feel more, like, like I'm even more pumped up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Like and that's an example of, like, it does, we don't need you. You don't need to go face fears and being in front of 20,000 people no. doing that or speaking or doing a podcast, anything. but going out and walking in the rain. If you hate the rain, that's a fear. It's whatever it is for you. Your fears. Yeah. I, I think that's amazing. Yeah, just, I, I think really that's it. really important. I mean, I think people need to do that from a young age and get yourself in that. Because if you do that and you mentally train yourself, every time you feel that, you're going you're gonna to go and do it. Because it's only going to make you better. You know, it, it can't really hurt you. It's only going to make you a better person. And, uh, I, like, I remember the first time I competed in jiu-jitsu, I was super nervous. You know what I mean? Super nervous because you don't know when you're going to go. You're just waiting there on the yeah. mat, just waiting, waiting, waiting. You know, I waited, like, four hours, like, thinking I'm going to go any minute, you know. And then finally it was time to go, and it was like, oh, man, yeah. I was almost, like, fatigued, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, trying not to take a piss because yeah, I didn't want to miss it. Yeah, so but then you do it, and I was like, man, and I did really well, and, and I was like, man, this I got to do this again, you know. Do you still do jujitsu? Uh, I haven't really done a lot of jujitsu probably for the last like four years, uh, just because I've had a lot of other things going yeah, on. But busy. I'm going to do jujitsu again because my daughter, I really want her to learn jujitsu, and that's one thing she doesn't know yet. So I'm just waiting until she's about ready, which we're, we're getting close. And uh, I got a three year old too, and she's like wants to do everything her big sister does. So. Yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe when she's five and my daughter's like 12, then we can start to really learn some of that stuff. Because we have Jake on. Uh, do you know Jake? Yeah, I know Jake. He uh, he preaches. Well, he preaches. He loves you. He's, yeah. I've he, met him a couple uh, times. He's, he's like, like you got to meet him, bro. I'm telling you. And uh, yeah. everybody I've met, by the way, has talked you up. Well, I appreciate till that. the point that I was like a little bit nervous. <laughs> nervous. But um, he says how good jujitsu is just for confidence building. Yeah, it is. Because it's just, and you can speak to that, but he said it's just because everybody rolls in there thinking you're, you're, you have preconceived notions of what this is going to yeah. be. Yeah. Especially it, when you see him scary. in the knee and yep. there's belts and a dude has a black belt and some people have cauliflower yeah. hair and you're like, what the hell is about to happen? Yep. But he said the amount of confidence you get from that and you feel comfortable being uncomfortable exactly. and that is what t- it teaches you. you That's think, exactly true. Do you man. think that's oh, your experience too? Yeah, because when I first started, I remember because I was strong and I remember thinking like I, everything I did, I was so tight. My my face was sore the next day because I was so tense Yeah, because I was like nervous because I, I, I was trying to like 
I was like afraid that I was gonna get put in a weird like situation. Uh-huh. I was I was using my strength, which isn't jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's not how you you gotta relax. You gotta know when to explode, when to, when it's time to relax, and you're not in trouble. So as you learn the positions, and, and you because you have to eventually, or you're never gonna make it. Because <laughs> I mean, I was so sore everywhere. Like it was crazy. Like muscles I never even knew could be sore. And then the next time, I was a little bit more relaxed. And as I started learning the positions more and more, then I got even more comfortable. Then when I really knew all the positions, it took a while for me because I only did like two or three days a week. So it probably took me like, man, about a year to go through every single position. And then we went back through like three times. And and then when when it was time for me to compete, I really felt comfortable. Like, I mean, I I felt like, like he said, you're comfortable in the worst positions. You know what to do. And I was so confident at one time that I was like, you know, I went and trained with the guy that trained the guy that trained me, and he had been doing jujitsu for like twenty some years, and uh, you know, he's like an expert. Uh, he still does it. His, his name's Donnie Caker. You know, some guys from the area might know, but uh, so I went down and trained with him. We were getting ready for a jujitsu competition, and I seen him, and I was like. Uh, he's a small guy, you know, I'm thinking, like, there's no way this guy's going to get me. Yeah. You know, like, there's no way. Because I, I was 205 pounds, I was super strong, and I knew every position. I mean, I knew it well enough. That yeah. I, I mean, I, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way. And I'm in shape, you know. So we start rolling, and immediately he's so fast. And he was throwing one submission after another, one after another, one after another. All I could do was defend. I just kept defending, defending, defending. And I was so much bigger that it was hard for him to put me in a triangle because he couldn't get a good walk on me. So, you know, just one after another, and I'm like, I couldn't even think offense because I was he had me on defense the whole, the time. whole time. So eventually, I got tired. You know, it was like four minutes in, I got tired. I made one mistake. I fell into a choke. He took my back. Instead of turning, you know, away from the choke, I turned right into the choke, and that was it, man. Lights out real yeah, quick, like fast. I mean, like 20 yeah. seconds. Yeah. And this is like a week before the competition, and it, like, destroyed me mentally. You know, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I lost. Because I've seen it a bunch of times, and me, I go, and I fuck around with those dudes all the time, telling them to do, got to go, this big, strong shit. But just breathing. Yep. The way they breathe. Oh, yeah. And the way that I breathe is totally different. When they're in a weird when position. When you're used to it, yeah. Yeah, they're, they don't, they're just breathing. And oh, yeah, they're relaxed. Looking at me, and they're like, you can tell that they're like thinking. And you're like burning up energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while, that, that's how it was. I remember Jake would always be like, Breathe, breathe. Like when I would get in a bad spot, he'd be like, breathe, breathe. Yep. And I'm the same way you yeah. were. Yeah, you're trying I'm, to muscle. I'm like, he doesn't get tired, by the way. Muscling yeah. people, and then I'm exhausted. <laughs> Fortunately, totally I've never done an actual true thing. Yeah, but like, yeah, but I fuck around. Short yeah. around yeah, it's the I'm same like, thing, really. Smoke. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, but there, and I, I think that people, and there's women, and there's children, yeah. and there's older people that do it, and I think that you, they, you have to kind of get out of your comfort zone and try For some sure. shit that you never really would try. I think that's what life's about, you know? I it really has do. To be. Yeah. Yep. Like, I mean, honestly, uh, it was weird to say this, but the way I look at it, like, like with the speech thing, like, I really don't like that. Like, I, you know, it's something I just don't feel comfortable with. But when I do it, I almost get like a high from it because I made myself do it. And then you do and it. And then when I do good. it and I complete it and it's like, man, I feel good. Like, it, it, and it's, and I'm like, I think honestly I have like an addict mentality. That's just how I am. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's why it's so important that I had this in my life because if I didn't, I really think I wouldn't be here. Cause I mean, I was, I was just that, I mean, I, it was all in, you know what I mean? And, uh, this really, 
this lifestyle saving me. But the, the crazy thing is, you can take it too far too. You know, bodybuilding can become very unhealthy as well. Yeah. You know, to the extremes, and it's and I can easily go there. You know what I mean? And I just did this show, and one of the podcasts I did, I talked about that, about you know my addictive history and, and my mentality, which is why, honestly, to be a good bodybuilder, you got to be a little messed up. You know. And you got to have that type of mentality or you're never going to be able to do what it takes, but uh, not crossing that line, you know, like knowing how far you can go and be mentally comfortable or, or you go too far and you can't come back. Yeah. Because you know? there's a lot of things you got to do. Like I was taking ephedrine, a lot of other drugs, you know, and, and like ephedrine makes you feel good. I was taking two of those a day, you know, plus caffeine, plus the modafinil, like, you know, taking a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like normal, you know, and I could easily have taken more, but, you know, I know I got to draw the line somewhere. You have to. Turned off. What's great is that, like, I have one major incident, mm-hmm. so I had to battle that, and it took time, and it's not easy, and it's hard work, but you kept battling over time. That's what makes it so incredible. Which is not, you didn't have one it. thing happen, and then, yeah. boom, this happened. Like, you've been battling day one, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've been battling, and you took every negative at some point or another and turned them into positive. Yeah. The way you look at them is totally different. Like, you said about, like, with your mom and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you yeah. don't hold that... No, and let it be a negative still. Yeah. Um, no. Do you find any way of? One thing I found through that is like letting go. Not letting go of the incident, but finding a way to forgive that incident for my own peace of mind. Do you ever find a way you do that? Yeah. Or, like it's not gone. No. There's still always going to be some kind of emotion to it. But do you forgive? Do you think that that's important to forgive? I don't know so much about forgive. But I feel like it's a part of you. Like it, it, it needed to happen for whatever reason, and you become better because of that. Like what you went through, it pushed you mentally and physically. You know, as hard as you've probably been pushed, yeah. and you almost died. I mean, that's one thing that I still deal with to this day. The one thing that I really want to be able to feel is when I die, I want to be able to accept it and be ready. You know what I mean? And I don't know if you ever get to that point. You know, like, I mean, who's ever ready to go? Like, I want to be at peace. And I feel like I did what I needed to do. I accomplished as much as I could. I did my best. And I'm all right. You know, my kids are good. And and I'm good to go. And that that is like, so I think about that, you know. And there's that saying, and I don't know exactly who said it. I've heard it online, is that when somebody dies and you go to, to God or whatever you yeah. believe in and that God says to you here's the life you lived here's the life you could have lived if you would have just pushed harder mm-hmm. and a lot of people look at that and go I want to be able to look at the life I lived and go that's exactly what I should have lived yeah, instead of exactly. looking at your life and going God or somebody saying you could have done this you could have done that you could have done this but mm-hmm. you chose not to because you yeah. didn't want to yeah. and that always sat in my mind after I heard that I, after the, the shooting especially because it was like yeah, I have a good job. I this. I um, my family, blah blah blah, yeah. things like that. And I'm like, there's so much more. And that's when him and I, you know, Colin and I started talking. Like, let's let's see what we can do with this. Let's yeah. see, give back. I mean, because there was people I followed online yeah. along the way to get me through my struggles. And now, hopefully, that's what we're doing. We're bringing oh, guests on, it. and you know, yeah. people are listening to it. Maybe picking up some pointers here and there. And that's hopefully what we're getting is like you know breaking that stigma of this kind of stuff because. Yeah, because who is. would think that the three of us would talk about mental health yeah. and shit like that? It's if you saw us walking down the fucking street. You'd never think that. No. No. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I think people don't realize sometimes all they need is to hear that. You know, they might hear something on here and that, and that really stick with them. 
And like I said, that uh, my legal advisor had told me when I was going to go down and get that guy, mm-hmm. he, he told me about the money thing. And man, and I had already, I knew that already because I had already gotten past the money thing. But I still, it, it, it's the not, it, was, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was the respect. Yeah. You know, it was like the respect thing, you know, like I just couldn't, I couldn't let it go. And I still struggle with that. I don't like to be disrespected. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like, because I treat people the way I want to be treated. And respect's big for me. And I just, I, you know, I'm sure you deal with that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, because, yeah. you know, even with your job, I mean, you're going to get yeah. there. Especially now, yeah, they're on the news every day. That's it. Yeah. yeah, and that's tough, man. That's tough to, you know, to be able to handle that and not uh, let it push you over the edge. That's why I tell you, we always talk about it. it's like uh, I don't scroll social media, I don't watch the news. Yeah. I just go and do. There's so many things that yeah can just set you off. Yeah. yeah, because it's all ridiculous. There's a lot. And of I just know stuff. I don't want that negativity in my you life. You don't need like, it. Yeah, no need for it because I know what we're doing and. If you got a handful of people that want to say otherwise, well, then whatever, that's on them. But, like, whenever we said we don't, like, I've never, I guess you can't forgive or let it go. But do, yeah. you, do you find yourself letting go of some of the hate? Yeah, I, I think situations? I do. Yeah. I try not to hate. I try to look at, it like, a positive thing because it is positive. I would not, I, I told my mom this the other day. We got into it, and uh, over my daughter, <laughs> she, she asked, she wants to drive my daughter all over the place. I don't want to drive my daughter nowhere. I know my mom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, you know, I, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I just, I don't trust her. And it's just because of everything I've been through, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many cars I rolled out of ditches and drove home because she rolled, you know, drunk. I mean, so she didn't get a DUI. I mean, I remember rolling a car out of the ditch, totally smashed, barely could drive, drove it home. I'm like 17 years old, you know what I mean? Just because she already had a DUI. She would got another one, she would have went to prison probably, you know? jail or whatever and uh just little things like that you know just i just know her you know yeah, like, yeah. i trust her she's better now than she was she doesn't really drink anymore but she's also just not very attentive what if something happens you know what if she's driving down the road somebody smashes into her and it's not her fault i'm still gonna blame her you yeah. know what i mean and i don't want to do that i don't want that i don't feel comfortable with her doing it so i just you know it is what it is I, you know but she constantly my mom can't take no for an answer she is so she's the most stubborn person and she is total opposite of me as far as, like, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that's probably another reason why I'm the way I am, you know, which is what, exactly what I told her. <laughs> I said, you know, I don't hate you. You can be mad if you want. You know, it is what it is. I, you know, I, I, I have a lot of issues probably from, you know, the, the way things were with us. I said, but I don't hate you. I love you. You're my mom. But, you know, I wouldn't be the way I am if it wasn't for everything that I went through. So, I, you know, there is no hate there. Because, you know, we, we were into a pretty... So she starts saying some hateful stuff, like, yeah. you know, which, like I said, I'm pretty immune to. But I just told her, you know, like, I don't hate her. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it, it, She is my mom. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. And, and she had a lot of problems. Like, her mom was murdered when she was 10 and she was there. She was bounced around from family member to family member. I mean, she dealt with a lot. We see a lot of that in... People are probably listening and talk to that it's like yeah. lifetime trauma. Yeah. To keep going. And and that's what happened like, to her. And she kept continuing that. And I chose not, I will not do that. I have to, I will not allow myself to do the that. The choice is up to you, it me, is. anybody yep. that's going through that. I mean, a lot of people go through that generation after generation yeah. of toxic abuse. And, stuff, abuse. Yeah. and at some point, it's up to you. And I, and I say this all the time, you it's we, you can't bring somebody here and make them a bodybuilder. No. I can't bring somebody in and make them mentally healthier or get over the traumas. 
you can guide them. Yeah. You can give them tips. I can give we give tips every week on here. Mm-hmm. But if they decide I'm not I'm not really gonna work, I'm just gonna show up, then you're right, you won't be a bodybuilder, yeah. you won't you do your mental health, you yeah. won't what I've noticed the entire time we've been talking to you is you haven't made one excuse. Yes, I, I try not time. to make any. You haven't made one. Yeah, I try not to do that. I, you know, I feel like it's you got you got to accept responsibility. You have never done it, and and to me, that, like I said, that's the most impressive part is where you're at right now mentally, and and you're doing what you love. You have never made an excuse. You continue to stay positive. I can tell you right now that I don't know if I would be, as I I don't know if I'm mentally tough enough to do what you're doing right now and be after what you've gone through. Well, you know, when you're in that situation, though, you know, you, you kind of adapt and do what you got to do. You know, I think, yeah. like I said, I think anybody could do it. I really do. But you got to really, you got to want it. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't know if I'm that. Work. You got to work at it. Yeah. yeah, I just don't know. If There's I'm, a lot of things, like you said, I mean, like the addictions, and you had to fight for that. Yeah, you got to really want it. You didn't it. just wake up and go, all right, I'm done with Yeah, no. Not, it was done. really hard, yeah. And that's why I mean I and I totally relate to a lot of people that go through that, and I get it. I understand why. Like I, I totally get it. They might be in a bad situation and they want to run from that, and it takes it away. But it's only temporary, and it doesn't fix it. And it never will. You know, it's only going to make it worse. It's just going to compound more and more and more. And you're either going to die or you're end up in prison. I mean, something bad is going to happen. I mean, it's just no good thing going to come out of it. And it's 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 a terrible thing because it, it can make you feel so good. I mean, you could, if you're shooting heroin, you could be living under a bridge. And when you take that shot of heroin, you're going to feel good. Yeah, like under good. a bridge, yeah, real good. You know, you don't have nothing. It's just so crazy that something could do that. And then it's gone. And everything is gone. And you have nothing. And you feel totally you know, worthless. Yeah, yes. people don't do it because it makes no, you feel bad. Nobody wants to do heroin. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like... Most people don't do heroin to just start. It's, it's pills, the pill thing, man. That blew things up. I mean, I, it really led to that. Especially down uh, here. It's yeah. I always say this, that a lot of the people you talk to that are using drugs, or I mean a lot to job and stuff, that yeah. usually it's a mental health issue. Yeah. You started at that point, like you said, because you're running from yep. your traumas or running yep. from your situations. and. It's great. Like he said, you found positive ways. Like Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not perfect. You know what I mean? But, like, I remember, like I said, I started smoking weed when I was, like, 12 years old. And it was crazy because, uh, you know, I grew up in a trailer park. I had a buddy. Uh, his name was Fred. He lived up the road. Uh, he was the only black kid in the trailer park. And we were friends, you know. And he used to smoke weed. His, his parents smoked weed. It just, it's just what they did, you know. Yeah. And I remember one day we were talking, and he's like, hey, uh, you want to smoke with me? And I was like, oh, no, no, I don't do that. And he's like, oh, you don't? I was like, oh, I never did it. He's like, oh, if you want to, you just let me know, you know? <laughs> and, you know, and I'm doing my mom and all this stuff, you know, and I'm thinking, well, you know, he said it made me feel good. And I'm thinking, man, maybe it make me feel good. So I remember we smoked off a pop can one time, first time, you know, and I was like, man, I come home and I was like, wow, I'm looking at everything different. I'll be honest with you, medical marijuana, I have a card now, it makes me look at things differently. I mean, totally differently. If I smoke marijuana, I could, if I, I might look at something and my initial response may be like aggressive or a little bit, uh, a little harsh, you know, maybe just because of everything I've been through and stuff. Yeah. And I might smoke marijuana and I might look at it and I might emphasize with them like, you know, like, like kind of feel what the, they may be going through. Like I might think of it like, 
well, maybe this is why they're in this position. You know what I mean? Maybe they have more empathetic. Yeah, it does. And it really makes me look at things from different perspectives, you know? And it's always helped me my whole life. I mean, always. I mean, that's the one thing I don't regret of all the things I've done. Every other drug I've ever done, not good. Mm -hmm. You know, they all have a lot of negatives, way more than the positives. Uh, But the marijuana, I don't feel like it should be legal, and I never did. I really think it has tons of benefits. Well, that's what we wanted. We always talk about that, too, because CBD. I'm big uh, on that, too. uh, There's There's CBN. There's CBG. There's uh, CBC now. There's a bunch of different cannabinoids, but we just got those in. We sell those at the store, too. Uh, There's Delta-8 THC. There's Delta-9, Delta-10. They're really getting into some crazy chemistry now. Now, Delta-9 is the normal THC, and it's intoxicating. it activates the CB1 and CB2 receptors, which is why you feel the euphoria. Mm-hmm. But it's the only euphoric drug that you can take that you don't feel bad afterwards. Like, I, I'll be honest with you, that's what I do every day before I work out, which is crazy because who smokes weed? I know a lot of people that do. Man, I smoke weed every I don't know day. How they do it though? I, I do it right as I'm coming into the gym. If I do it like before I leave, like I literally pull into the gym. And then I smoke as I walk to the door, and then I put it out, and I immediately go to training. Because it puts my mind back in that state of, like, that that, uh, conflict, like, when I was a kid, you know, because I did it when I was a kid. So I feel that feeling, you know what I mean? And mentally, man, I could just focus, and I love to train. I love lifting weights. I like pushing myself. I like that pain. So to me, like, I enjoy it. But when I'm done training, I'm not high at all. Like, I'm totally – because it – Gets it out of your body yeah, and work out so hard. Which you know, I learned that when I was younger too. Um, so, like, that's the only time I really smoke. I don't have time throughout the day. I'm so busy. Like, that's the one. If I had time, I would. Yeah. But I'm just so busy. And we get a lot of questions on that too. Well, it helps the inflammation too, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. Inflammation, yeah, it for does. Sure. And different, there's different strains that do different things. Different things, yeah. CBD's really good. Kratom, we yeah, talked about. Kratom, I like. That, that's definitely something. And these are all things that. You can be prescribed and legally do. Yeah, kratom is legal. Yeah, um, the medical marijuana you can get in PA now, and uh, it's good. It, you know, you can have bad experiences with it too, with like edibles if you overdo it. I've done that, <laughs> but you're not gonna die. You know, you might feel like it for like six to twelve hours, but <laughs> but, you'll, but it, that sometimes you need that. Like I said, some of the worst experiences I had, like the mushrooms and the edible uh, marijuana, I had a really bad one. Uh, it changed me, and I needed it. You know, sometimes it's like a resetting. Like, it reset your head, you know, and you Well, they're doing studies with high doses of, uh, I forget what the active ingredient is. Psilocybin? Psilocybin. Yeah. And uh, they're seen doing it. that. They're doing ketamine studies. Yeah. Ketamine's very effective for uh, depression Depression and, stuff. and PTSD, PTSD and stuff like that. And yeah. I, I always say, and obviously he can't really weigh yeah. in a lot on it, but I always say that... Uh, I think that we shouldn't leave any fucking stone on No, they should have been researching this long ago. And as far as like, um, you know, the psychotropic drugs that they prescribe, like trazodone, and, yeah. and, and I don't know what that is. I'm not a fan of that. But stuff. I know what weed is, and I yeah. know what, you know, natural Sarah occurring. Quill. Yeah, I've seen a lot of bad things happen with a lot of those drugs. I've seen a 15-year-old kid get prescribed Seroquel and his blood pressure be out of control oh, for the yeah. rest of his life. Yeah, crazy. I remember working there. That's what I'm Everybody... Every so that's going back how many years? Thousand Every milligrams. Every person was on that. Dude, yeah. thousand milligrams. Is yeah, we used to talk about Crazy. that back then, and we had no clue about that. I'm like, why are so many kids getting sure. prescribed yeah. stuff like? Mm-hmm. And if you read yeah. like the shit attached to that, like 
that's it really makes you think about like what's really going on. Yeah. Uh, do they really want you to be healthy in our country? I mean, you know. I don't know. we talk about a lot of things on here that like let's get you. I'm a big believer, and just because I went through, is that you can be, and, and you should attest to this too, Austin. Is that as low as I was, you can overcome that and be. I don't want to use the word normal, but you can overcome your traumas. Yeah. And that's a lot of we talk about is that if you're in it, and we even have a therapist on here saying that those antidepressants aren't helping you overcome. No. That's just keeping you they even. They numb you. Yeah. It's and just numb like you more. Yeah. It's and a that's legal drug. Yeah. Yeah. It's drugged. Not and, uh, we're talking about stuff like the gym. Yeah. Um, you, you have the experience with the CBD and the, yeah. the medical marijuana and things like that. And like that was all stuff therapy I went through the gym DM, the, DMT, the running a lot of people that do this it. is what we're trying to yeah that's a life changer yeah DMT, yeah you're gone dude it makes you feel like so insignificant like you are just a little piece of dirt and on the floor like of this huge planet and if you passed the world would just continue to keep spinning <laughs> yeah. like it just changes the way you look at everything I mean not something I would want to do all the time for sure. But if you're really like in a dark spot, like if you're really in, you know heavy, you, I think I think a lot of hallucinogens are like that. If you really, you hit them hard. I mean, like they they used to use them for addiction. Uh, they they did uh, they did acid for addiction, uh, for alcohol, for alcoholism, for volume. Uh, you know, the uh, anti-anxiety medications like the benzos, those are some of the worst drugs out there. I mean, as far as addiction, they're worse than the opiates. I mean, they're bad. If you think you have panic, panic attacks before you get on those drugs, get on those drugs for a year or two, then try to come off. And then you can't just get you off. You can't. I mean, that and the withdrawal like, can kill you from those, too, just yeah, like alcohol. And that was yeah. one of the big things with therapists. Like, you don't just stop. Mm-hmm. Um, well, her, his therapist preached, look your trauma directly in the face. you got to face it. And, I, and, and deal with it. I think that the stuff that you were talking about, like the DMT, you have no fucking choice no. to look at yeah. it. And they are That's doing the studies on that a lot yeah. more. You're but he did it without better. that, just... Just, you know, yeah. dealing with But I think that that's ultimately what you got to do. Well, sometimes, you know, people are afraid to do that. They're afraid to face it. And, and yeah. you might not be ready. I mean, you know, sometimes you're not ready yet. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, I could see maybe using a medication to give you a little bit of time to get yourself together. That's what she said. And too. then face it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, Eventually have to you have to it. face it. And sometimes like, when you take something like that DMT or. I was. Yeah. Uh, that's a big one for opiates. Uh, but if you take something like that, it makes you face those demons, whether you want to or not. And it may not even be nothing about that, but it's just the fact that the fear of life and death, man, the feeling that you're going to die, man, is that, like I said, the the mushrooms that time, I really thought I died. I I mean, I thought I died, man. It was the craziest and it changed my mental outlook. I mean, for a long time, I wouldn't even take an ibuprofen for a long time, but it really changed me. (laughs) That was like happen everybody's listening to this and you you listen to that yeah. so it's like when that gun was pointed at me and i had no rounds left yeah and that statement alone to myself was i'm dead yeah which basically shut me down for a good year or so i just shut down there was no more going out i wasn't hanging out with people i just isolated myself and that was that statement and that thought was so intense yeah. that i honestly Talking to the therapist was like a part of your brain thought you died. Yeah. You were dead. She's like, you know that when we went through the whole traumatic experience, that was the thing. She's like, there it is. Yeah. Like, you thought you were dead. She's yeah. like, not that you were gonna die or maybe die. Like, you honestly thought you were dead, and then went through all you know two weeks in the hospital and surgeries. 
like just the powerful thought of that is like oh yeah like well that's so real man it's you know and you were right you literally faced it i mean if he could have killed you yeah you know? I mean, very easily i mean yep. again it's another situation of i thought he was hey. gonna die dude yeah like when i saw him like you know how when you watch like cop shows when like a cop gets shot and there you walk down the hallway and yeah. both sides of the hallway there's like all these police there yeah and you you're walking down and they're shaking our hands thanking us for our sacrifice and oh shit. my god I'm like what the fuck and then you get in there and we're it, the whole hospital wing was just him wow. he was the only person there and like you're walking and you're getting closer and there's like dudes in like like intense uniforms yeah like not just regular yeah yeah. And you're walking or shaking your hand. There's people crying. And you get in there. He's hooked up to like 4,000 oh. machines. He has a whole nurse unit just for him. It was weird. Man, man that's crazy. There's so many things that probably could have went wrong, you know. It was weird. Yeah, that's, that's what they, I mean, like I said before, like that, that doctor after the fact was like, you're the luckiest person I've ever met. He's like, <laughs> hands down. He goes, you got shot in the stomach. No infections. Yeah, which is yeah, rare. You got out on time. We had to extend a few days. There was some complications, but nothing. Yeah. You didn't have like, a colostomy bag. No, I was Man. supposed to have that. Yeah. Talk about that. That'd said, be awful. And he said, he goes, I don't even know how to, like, just go play the lottery right now. I said, <laughs> honestly, that was the first thing he said. He's like, luckiest person I ever met. But one of the huge things with that is, like, again, I'm, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a power lifter. Nothing. But... That was one of the biggest things he said. So that just because you're working out and being in good shape, he goes, you were able to go through that. Because, like, these traumatic experiences really affect you physically, too, yeah. not just mentally. Yeah. So if you go through a physical uh, a traumatic experience, physically or mentally, that is a huge factor in play there. Because your body gets beat down in these situations. And that was one thing he said. He's like, the fact that you work out all the time, too, he's like, that's probably why you got Maybe. to where you were. And killed quickly yeah. so I mean it's wild I mean it was, you've it was seen weird. it you've lived different scenarios yeah. again but well, yeah. like you've seen it but right? that's something like I said I think about you know that's that's one thing I think about because one day we're all going to be there you know it's, yeah. and it can happen at any time and I've had so many friends pass and stuff like you said it was probably a normal day and then boom everything changes yeah you know? it does and it's been changed since that day but I had a listener once ask me, and we'll ask you this, and I think you pretty much answered it, but she said, would you change that experience? And I thought about it for a good, that whole week before the next podcast, and I said, no, I wouldn't. And that's, to me at the time, it blew my mind, and I'm like, I wouldn't change it now. Because we wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't have the same mentality that I used to have. It would be the same, that everything's fine, it's good. You become so much more empathetic with people. Yeah. You want to, you don't want to see people in those situations, and yeah, you just become. I honestly think uh, at this point in my life, I'm the best person I've ever been. Yeah, by far. I think that's a hundred percent true. I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, I wouldn't change anything. If my son didn't pass, like I said, I know that I would not have done this. I would not have started my store, and and who knows what would have happened. I might have ended up killing myself. Yeah. You know, I literally would think about driving my truck into a tree on the way to work every day. That's how miserable I was. Like, I literally would think about it. Yeah. Man, if I hit this tree right now, I wouldn't have to go to work. Like, that's how bad it was, man. Like, I, I hated that job. I mean, and, you know, it, I don't know why. I mean, people do it every day, but it just wasn't for and, me. And, and I think that people are in the situation you are. Maybe take away the, the addictions and the life upbringing. But I think we talk about this all the time. That we, there's people... 
they're gonna work nine to five Monday through Friday, and then the weekend they're working for the weekend. Yeah. And then Sunday night they are miserable again. And you yeah. start, that's why I think we see so many divorces, so much domestic violence, yeah. uh, alcohol abuse. Yeah. Um, you get a drug abuse possibly, and you do. I think people are just living. Monday through Friday, just to get to the weekend. They're not doing any exercise. And we say it all the time, like, if you have that position, like, you're in a position that may, maybe you can't leave. Like, yeah. you can't. You have to have it because you are making a certain amount of money. Yeah. You have so many family and stuff. We are, I'm big on this, and you probably agree, like, do something then. Like, yeah. you don't have to come home and just sit there and be miserable. Exactly. Then. Like, you're in this situation. You can't change the job. You can't give up that kind of money. Start going to the gym in the morning. Yeah. Get up earlier and do something. I mean, I think that's a huge factor, and that's, we talked about it, and you know, the yeah. physical fitness is, and you know, whatever level it is, go for a walk. Yeah, it's everything. I mean, that's Mind the one body. thing that makes you feel good. Yeah. And, and mentally healthy. strong, and you're, you're pushing yourself mentally. Yeah, it's healthy. You. You're, you're in a better place, you have to do it. Yeah. Well, I can talk for seven hours. We're going to yeah. come back if you let us. Yeah, dude. hey, man, I'm anytime. Come back and do come some, back anytime, yeah. I'm trying to do some lifting. Yeah, for sure. Place. That'd be great. Please, uh, will you t- just give us all yeah. your website? And- yeah, for sure. Uh, so, tgbsupplements.com. That's my supplement site. You can uh, reach us at, at Instagram at TGB Supplements, Facebook as well. Uh, we have the Iron Force Nutrition at ironforcenutrition.com, uh, which we also have the Facebook for that and Instagram. Uh, then there's the Iron Forge Gym. It's I think it's the underscore Iron underscore Forge underscore Gym on Instagram. Uh, but the IronForgeGym.com. We have a website for it. Uh, we also have the the Facebook, and uh, then we have the Anabolic Cartel Podcast. Uh, the podcast is available on pretty much any place you can get the podcast. We're gonna share it too. What is it on? It's on. When's it um, come out? Like, when do you do? Well, uh, it's, I'm pretty sporadic. I got, like, 20, 25, 26 episodes now. We've been doing it since, uh, I think, 2018, I believe. I love it. Uh, so, like, I want to do one a week or one a month at least. Yeah. And every time I try to get on that track, it, like, gets off. You know, like, yeah. I got so much going on. I really enjoy doing it, but I, I try to make it so that we get uh, – good episodes and I have so many ideas I, so we, we got a lot more coming but hopefully I'll get to a point where we're consistent because we're lacking that and there's a that lot of people good though, a lot of people like it I'm yeah. like waiting on it I appreciate yeah. it yes, I, I really want to get it back on track so that's one of my focuses now we even came out with a magazine for it really yeah actually I probably have one here I'll give it to you Yeah. I only did one uh, I was going to do two a year but I only got one done so you know, things came up but that's another thing. I always said, man, I want to be in a magazine. I want to be able to write. Cause I used to love reading the magazines. And they're not existing anymore. They're not. Yeah, but that's cool to have. Yeah, them, I can't believe I did it. You know, I was like, man, this is this is pretty awesome. But yes, yeah, so that's all my stuff. But uh, yeah, reach out to me. You can email me directly at Trevor at tgbsupplements.com. Uh, be happy to help anybody. So thanks, dude. I appreciate. It. You want to give your social stuff out? Yeah, the Instagram is just behind the badge zero zero two. Facebook's badge Tony. The group on Facebook is Behind the Badge, The Demons Within. And then uh, make sure you check out Reps for Vets. Use the discount code, the Spark. They'll give you 15% off your purchase. And we say it every week. Like They, they donate a portion back into the mental health community. It's a veteran-owned company. Um, one of the best shirts I've ever owned. So. Mine has a gun on it, so I like it. <laughs> and then make sure you check out Blue Line Roasting for coffee. Yeah. It's Colin's favorite. Yeah, you still haven't given me any more, bro. I'm like a coffee. Yeah, yeah. Bro. Some soon. Well, thank you again, brother. We uh, thank you. 
We, I'm going to be sharing all your shit. I'm gonna, my wife will be buying your stuff, too. She's on one of the supplements now, too. So we'll be yeah, spreading it out. We appreciate you coming on and oh, taking man, the time. Enjoy. Yeah, we'll be back, dude. And uh, thank you. Everybody, remember to rate, or subscribe. That helps us get found. We don't, I didn't make the algorithm for iTunes, but for some reason, you have to rate and review. You have to write something. Just say hi to Tony. Say hi to Trevor. Say hi to Jiu-Jitsu Jake. For everyone, shout out Brandy. She's going on vacation, so she's partying, I'm sure. And, and if uh, you have, if you want me to send you the websites or anything for uh, Trevor's yeah, I'm posting stuff, shit tonight, let too. Let me, yeah. uh, just shoot me a message. We'll get them out to you and everything so you can check out. Yeah, everybody will be using it. All right, thanks. We'll see you in next week.